sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. And away we go. Sportsbook Radio from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. We're glad to be with you. Racing to the weekend. We'll be out at Sunset Station on a Friday. Be out there with Chuck Esposito tomorrow, the STN mobile app. Sign-up bonus up to 500 bucks for you. And we'll have good fun out there tomorrow. But our work is not done yet. We're rocking and rolling here today. Kim Stewart's going to join us, which will be a lot of fun. And it's always worth the chuckle hut, too, when Tony Neville checks in. I think we'll have a couple of laughs today, get you some good information. Tony from Treasure Island, of course, the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Sports Bar. Stevie Slapshot is here. We welcome our Vegas audience in. Kem's one of those guys you just say hello and let him go. Yeah, he's, he's got a wind-up doll thing going on there. Yeah, no, it'll, be, it'll be good. Good fun. No, we'll, we'll dive into that with Cam. By the way, you and I were talking, you know, here locally for the folks in Vegas, but from the betting perspective, nationally, Vegas wins the game last night 5-1. We thought that would be a low-scoring game. It was a low-scoring game. And that thing, that was a bad beat for people. That thing unraveled. Basically, with 3.37 to go, Everson should have pulled the goalie down, too. He didn't. And Minnesota come, or Vegas comes out with an odd man rush, and Stevenson scores. So now it's 4-1. And then he pulls the goalie down three, and they give you the empty netter with, another, with three minutes to go. So the game blew up. 5-1 was not anywhere near indicative of how that game was played. Minnesota threw the sink at Vegas in the third period. You know, Marc-Andre Fleury uh, has been spectacular. I think you're looking at Fleury, but Vasilevsky. I think you're looking at Fleury, uh, Vasilevsky and, and Fleury. Vasilevsky won right now for the Vesna. I think you give Mark Stone seriously the Selkie. I, I don't, you know, unless he gets hurt. I don't, I don't see any way Mark Stone's not winning the Selkie trophy. But Fleury's played, what is it now, 10 in a row? And at some point this weekend, because the Robin Leonard thing is still unbelievably under the radar and nothing's going on, no news, no notes. We're here. We don't even know where he is. He might not well, even I, be I, here. I, but he, I mean, we're not getting – well, we don't – I don't know. How do we know that? We don't know anything. But, I, but the point is, he hasn't played in forever. Flurry's got to get a rest. So you got back-to-back games with San Jose this weekend. And coming in, I was saying to you, maybe it's not the worst idea in the world to play Dansk in the first game at San Jose to give Flurry an extra day. Now, uh, not so sure. I think I think you play Flurry in game one. Dansk will go Saturday because after that, they are at Minnesota for two and at St. Louis for two. So Flurry plays Friday night, I think. 
you, you try to get that first one for sure out of San Jose. But you got, at some point, Steve, you got to get the guys some rest. Uh, you have to get guys some rest. You know, uh, as we're watching the game last night and it's winding down, my neighbor Chet and I were discussing this very issue, Brian, and we came to the same conclusion, but maybe for a slightly different reason. Again, you and I have talked about, and Chet has noticed it too, in these series, the first game tends to be higher scoring, the second game lower scoring. Let Dansk play the second game and be the beneficiary of a lower scoring game. Maybe he's got a better chance of winning that one than going up and down the ice in this pond hockey that we're seeing in game one of these series. That one has honestly way more than it has not prevailed. I mean, the Vegas thing should have hit over in the first, under in the second. I mean, the way that just the way that game was, right? It it unraveled in the closing moments of the well, game part, and, and part of it, it was strategy which was flawed. Well the other thing is and you'll see this too in these in these kind of games uh, Minnesota's uh, pushing, right? So so the yes, uh, so happens. the defensemen are pu- are pinching. They pinch, therefore and, you get odd man rushes and that's where uh and, and well, that's, scored, well, that's a minute, uh, 3 well, and 4. Both of those goals were odd man rushes. But the the thing that it was quirky when he he should have pulled the goalie and he didn't. And they scored anyway. Right. Then he pulled the goalie, and they scored immediately. Yeah, it was yeah. like they they handed Vegas, yeah, two goals instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. But but so again, we the basic premise was right, even in the in the series where it didn't work out. Higher scoring game, first game, lower scoring game, second game. And we'll do Vegas hockey hotline locally. Uh, Steve Carp will join us. Alex Tuck continues to shine. And by the way. Don't ever lose sight of the fact a guy going against his old organization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, I mean, you and William Carlson and Theodore talking about every time they go against the Ducks, they were drafted by them. They didn't want us. And Minnesota shipped out Tuck. Don't think he gets a bounce and step to go against them. Oh, it, it's extra motivation. The, uh, whoever you are for whatever team you play for, when you play against the team that drafted you and let you go, you've got a message to send to them. All right, Cam Stewart's going to join us. For a couple of segments, Tony Neville coming up as well. Excited to be with you, Sportsbook Radio, AM 1400 KSHP in Las Vegas, Sports Grid Radio Network, Series Channel 204. Hey, it's lunchtime. Don't forget our friends. John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. Tomorrow, all the six-inch subs are only 5 bucks. Wear your Golden Knights gear on game days, 10% off at John Smith Subs. Coming back, we're going to have a couple of giggles. I got a funny feeling. He's a funny guy. It's all fun and games. Until you talk to Kim Stewart. That's coming up next. Lost in the sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? It's okay. Breathe. You found it. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, back in Vegas from the KSHB Studios, SportsGrid Radio Network Series, Channel 204. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Buckle up. I'm prepared. I deal with this all the time. Stevie, you got a seatbelt on? I got my seatbelt. I'm strapped in. I, I grabbed my uh, shiny gold helmet. I've got it uh, laced up here. I'm Kevlar vest, asbestos suit. Yeah, I'm already Here go. he comes. Cam Stewart, our good friend north of the border. Hello, Cammy. 
Hello, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get your act early in the morning, man. We do podcasts. By the way, on Sirius 204, uh, Saturday nights, midnight, we do uh, Light the Lamp. We talk hockey. It's always good fun to uh, chat with you, my friend. And we do this on a daily basis and have good fun. The hockey's been wild, buddy. Highs and lows, up and down. They're starting to hate each other. You got... Uh, how about Ovechkin spearing the kid Frederick in the berries and he gets a $5,000 fine? What the hell is the NHL doing? <laughs> yeah, I gotta love the NHL. The guy almost, uh, you know, is Frederick going to be able to have kids? That's, that's a concern. No, these guys are unbelievable. You could basically use your uh, stick as an axe. Hey, yeah, what, what's the maximum fine? Five grand, 5K. I don't know what they're talking about, Brian. I'm with you. And you brought up a lot of good points in the past, like guys swinging their sticks, carving out faces and stuff. And then you, you look at the suspensions, it's like, that's a weapon. You do that to a guy in a parking lot at the station's casino, you're in jail. I think I, I saw this, that Frederick is running in the sixth at Gulfstream this Saturday as a first-time gelding. Yeah, that's a good one. No, that's unbelievable. And uh, i got to tell you, that's getting, like great player and all, but he gets away with a lot of that stuff. Same with Sidney Crosby. I was like, yeah, I was like, Oh, God, you're living in Canada or whatever. No, I know this guy's game. Like, he slew foot guys. He, he could be dirty, too. It's amazing how what the stars get away with, Brian, compared to, like, regular guys in the league. Uh, you know, they'll get tagged, but a lot of the stars, they just kind of let it go. You know, tomorrow night, I would say that. I'll make, I'm going to make this prediction, and I think it will happen because there is a code. We keep going. Remember Felina letting the kid off, the Russian kid off the hook in the fight? Like, call this off. I don't want to hurt the kid. Oh, yeah, he could have killed him. He could have killed yeah. him. Right. You know what? Ovechkin, this ain't his first rodeo. I'll, tomorrow night, 7.08, they drop the puck Eastern time. You know what? They should do. I got a feeling they will do it because the Frederick kid was chasing him around and wanted to fight him all night, but it was a close game, so the score dictated. Ovechkin's like, I'm not getting off the ice. That's what you want. But then he spears the kid, and I'm telling you, you start them and you let those two guys settle the issue, drop the gloves, Opening face-off, it's over and done with and get on with hockey. If they don't do that, Cam, then this game gets gnarly. Wilson's going to run around like a wing nut, and Boston's going to be running guys from behind. You want to calm this thing down and play hockey, let Frederick and Ovechkin settle the deal. That's hockey. There's a code. I bet you that happens. Yeah, I hope it happens. You're absolutely right. If they don't call it, think about this. The players are going to go, really? These refs are going to let us get away with that. And you said it, Brian. That was more like a medieval times uh, situation there with jousting, with night, uh, you know, lances and nuts and all sorts of crazy stuff. And like that, that, that when Washington and uh, Boston get together, you might as well just bring brass knuckles. It's more like, uh, you know what I mean? It feels like a street fight, Octagon, UFC, whatever the hell it is. These guys hate each other, and that was a great game. As you know, buddy, every time uh, the game goes to the shootout, we're on the air together. I'm done with that. I don't want to – we could take up a, a year of radio shows for this. But here's the thing. The good people of Vegas know you guys got a team now. Everyone understands the damn game. Okay, Gary? Like, I understood as an experiment when we first came out. But really, if you want this league to be taken seriously, not like a, a child's league, gas it. The shootouts are stupid. They're dumb way down. I'd rather see a tie. Three points in regulation so people don't play defensive. Three on three overtime for 10 minutes. Me and you should be in the league, Brian, but unfortunately, we're not at the Brass Rail Strip Club in Toronto. Hey, Ryan, guys, you want a cognac? And some of the stuff these guys do. We talked about it. I'm like, me and Brian even talked about this TV slap. We're like, what about the sun in Lake Tahoe? There might be sun. 
sun melt ice. <laughs> You're so spot on about the overtime, Cam. I, I, I love that. Man, just, just go three on three for, for an extra five if you need to. And if it ends in a tie, it ends in a tie. What's the big deal? I hate the shootout. Like, it's garbage. I mean, here's the thing. Like, people are like, that's their excuse. This is their excuse. Oh, in North American sports, we don't want to see things end in a tie. Well, they've been doing it in soccer for years. A tie is a tie. If a team's play a good game, it's a tie. And then you go back to the betting. Right, Brian? Do you remember this? The regulation. Plus a half puck for the dog. Minus a half puck for the favorite. Da -da -da -da. You play it in regulation. If it's tied, it's void. It's not that It's not that difficult. Winning and losing huge parlays and crap. Like I told you, Brian had great points last night. He goes, take the under in the St. Louis game. I was already on the Blues. The Vegas game was my final game for a ticket, like 600 bucks. I just slapped it together late at night. And, uh, you know, we get a late goal in that game. I got uh, another one, Brian, with the Bruins. They lose in a shootout. It's just it's so frustrating. You know what I mean? You're just sitting there going, it's a great game. It's a great league. But we can't have a kids competition to determine who gets in and out of the playoffs. Oh, by the, oh by the way, I just on the broader discussion, Cam, what would be wrong with 3-2-1? You know? The point structure. And, if, you know, okay, if it's no, three, three for a regulation win. Two if you win it in overtime, and if it ends in a tie, you both get a point. Then these exactly. guys, the game doesn't shut down in the third period with guys in a tie game off the glass and out protecting the point. It's worth your while to go for it. You're absolutely right. Like for all these geniuses running the show, and I hope somebody's listening. Like you want people, you want the game to grow. It'll be a way better product. It's a good product now, but if you actually do that stuff. Think about it. Yeah, we want to have teams sleeping on leads and have boring third periods. It happens a lot of the time, right? So I'm with you. I think we got to change things. There's a lot of good things going on. The goaltender interference stuff pisses me off, too. It's like it's such a wussified league now. Like we talked about this. Like guys in front of the net, the goalie actually runs it into him. Oh, goaltender interference. Well, the goaltender, they, they basically look like lacrosse goalies now compared to what they used to be with the, the pads that were like a, a yellow pages, right? You know what I mean, Brian? It was a joke. I can understand it there. But now these guys are protected and they're like actually instigating contact with the forward in front of the net and calling a goaltender interference. That's BS. Hey, I got to ask you, man, you're up there. I thought it was going to be the most entertaining aspect of this entire season was the North division and the provincial pride and the hate. And, you know, here's Toronto, 18-4-2. They're racking up points like the Central Red Army team. And everybody else runs so hot and cold. I'm, so, I'm massively disappointed with the North. I am too. You also have to remember something, Brian. Like, first couple of games that started off, we were excited. Remember when the Leafs and Canadians played their first game? of like, wow, this is going to be the best hockey that we're going to see for the rest of the year. But it changes. It's geographical, too. Like, look how far these teams are traveling. Like, Toronto to Vancouver. Like, are you kidding me? Like, at least geographically. Canada's like, it's a huge place, right? I'm seeing these guys. They're worn down. They're tired. The quality of play has not been good. No, I, I hate to admit it. Like, it's true. I'm watching a Florida Panther Carolina game. My. I can't even turn around like my neck. Woo, woo, woo. Like I'm like an owl just spinning. And you watch these other games. They've obviously slowed down, right? And it, it's a problem. But that's not the team's fault. It's just, and I understand they have to do it this way, but seeing the same damn game, same teams, four games in a row, uh, it's getting very frustrating. We're not in the playoffs, buddy. But, well, speaking of the playoffs, I was going to ask you, I think you should take a six-pack over to Trudeau's house and say, hey, by the way, the playoffs are coming up. What do we do when there's a winner determined in the North Division and the border's still closed? 
Yeah, if I had a six-pack of beer or Trudeau, the first one, I'm going to spray it right in his face, and I might have to drop kick him, too. This guy, everyone talks about American politics. This Canadian guy's a clown. I go, oh, buddy, yeah, let's all hold hands, and we're Canada. Cam, <laughs> just take Obi with fun. you. He'll take care yeah, of it. it, it it's so stupid. This guy's unbelievable. The COVID stuff, I get it. It's serious, and we took it seriously, but these guys are vaccinated. Uh, the, or You know what I mean, Brian? They're tested all the time. Like, well, yeah, that's what we were joking about our show. What, the Philadelphia Flyers are going to come into, like, Toronto and give everybody coronavirus? Like, it's so stupid, well, and they have it under control. And I just think the whole thing is an absolute mess. Like, we have to use common sense, too. I get it. you got to be safe. Brian, I have been under lockdown for, like, six months. No haircuts, no anything. I'm living in a ghost town. The only thing you have, like, no restaurants are open here. This is why I'm calling people of Vegas. That's why I want to go down there. The only things that are open are banks. And grocery stores. Every business is closed. Yikes. Uh, hey, I want to follow up on that and maybe turn it into the trade deadline discussion. One more segment with Cam Stewart. We appreciate Cammy doing this. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Back to Vegas in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. These days, it's hard to find something you can trust. Your car? Yeah, right. Trust takes time. And that's why we're here. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. We are your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back with you in Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Cam Stewart's with us. Just want to remind you, two weeks today... How fast this comes about. We'll be out at the Superbook at the Westgate with Jay Cornegay and the gang. Oscar Goodman's going to be coming down. We'll be there Thursday and Friday. Friday, the start of the NCAA tournament. My favorite days of the year, the beginning of the NCAA tournament. And we're going to be hanging in the Superbook over at the Westgate, and it's going to be good fun. Cam Stewart, kind enough to join us. And Cam, in our first hour, I miss those days so much with Marty from Yonkers and his perfect hair. Oh, uh, yes. We just get absolutely wasted. I'm like, Marty, I've never <laughs> seen a man before perfect hair. The guy's like, like hey, that guy's head should be like, you know, they talk about hand models. God, I love that guy's lid. Yesterday. Absolutely flawless. By the way, for many, 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 many years, um, you know, we had done the March Madness in the Grand Ballroom over the Golden Nugget and with Tony Miller. Tony was on yesterday. And they're back. I mean, they're going to be running the at the Golden Nugget in the Grand Ballroom. They're going to have that big first weekend. And I told Tony, I said, you know, swing over on Saturday to see you guys. Because, and Cam, you're the perfect example. Of, like, I've made lifelong friends at that NCAA bash uh, down there. And like, Marty from Yonkers is one of them. And he loves you. I mean, you you would come in to go down there. to, just, And you met so many new people when you come in for that. Oh, I love Marty's crew. We bet hockey. Uh, you know, they talk, remember we, we, were, we were on like a heater. Those guys are like paying for their trip. Like, hey, when's Cam coming back? I go, it doesn't happen all the time, Marty. I will say this, though. <laughs> that commercial package you guys had was the best. Like, I, Brian, first of all, we went to Oasis before. That place rocked. Westgate Super Book, lots of good times watching ponies there. And I'll tell you another thing, that CBD guy that you got, I can send me some my way, man. My hockey injuries are killing me. Oh. I can't move my back, my leg, and I'll tell you, I'm so sick and tired of popping Advil's in the leaves. Like, you got to give me some of that, man. That sounds like a sweet story. 
I'll take care of you, buddy. The funny thing is, when when Cam would come in, and we'd be down, it was at the Golden Nugget, and year after year after year, you'd come in, and the NCAA tournament on is on, and we're over in the corner. There was the one dude I forget his name. The guy was from Chicago. Remember that cat? And, and, oh, yeah, and yeah, we'd, yeah, we'd, yeah. we'd be over in the corner, and people were going nuts. This is before the Golden Knights were here, right? And we're in the corner going, put the hockey game on. And we're in the corner going bananas over a hockey game when the NCAA tournament game was on. Yeah, it was the best. I mean, you're right. We're in the corner like those wheel-up TVs. Kings and Blackhawks came. We got our tickets. Out. People are going, look at these losers. Like, it was the best. I love doing that, too, Brian. And I'll tell you, I really miss the blackjack tables during the games. You know, you're sick and tired of it. You take a break. You know me? I play a little blackjack, come back, get a nice uh, bite to eat. I'll tell you, Brian, uh, you know I'm with the lovely Lisa, but i got to find an American down there, get married, and uh, then I get my green card that way. You guys, I'm out of Canada. Family resident. Hey, look, i I got to tell you something. Mike Cardano and the gang – at the Sports Grid Radio, the day's going to come yeah. when we get back to normal. And I can't wait, Cam. We've done stuff forever together. And that we're on the same network now, which is great fun and on Sirius Channel 204. But I honestly, when we say get back to normal, normal for me would be you coming in here and we're doing a few weeks of radio and you're in here and we're, we're doing the stuff together and with with Stevie and, and just having fun. I miss you, pal. I haven't, God, I mean, no, I'm, 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 when's the last time you were here? Sure. I, I told Lisa, I go, listen, the next time we go to Vegas, we're going to do one of our stupid trips. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, a week? I go, no, time's it by four. Like, we're going to go for a month. Like, I want to do Tahoe. when they knock on your door and say, you can't stay in the, stay in the same room. I'm just going to bring my green screen and everything there. A little bit at the Sun Coast. You know, I've uh, got some uh, people that I know down at the Elk or Cares or whatever. I don't, I don't care. And thanks for opening. I love that Sun Coast, man. The food in that place is off the chain. They got to do pars in there. Oh, God, I love that restaurant, man. I was just crushing pies. Oh, I, I, hey, I miss it so much. Hey, by the way, in the first hour, you know our producer in New York, Chris Bavona. And yeah. we're Stevie and I aren't spring chickens. We got you beat. But I, I throw these idiot references out sometimes, and then as it comes out of my mouth, I go, half the audience probably doesn't even know what the hell that meant. <laughs> right? And, and I, I threw some. you know, Stevie said it. Tasmania Devil. Stevie, we're talking about somebody running around being a, a knucklehead. Somebody, we're talking about Cam. Oh, we were talking about you. We were talking about you in the in the last. Pay segment. attention. He said he's like a Tasmanian Devil, and I belly laughed, and I'm like thinking Chris Bavona wouldn't know what that was. Inside five seconds, Chris comes up with the Looney Tunes Tasmanian Devil sound effect. I said. That sounds like Cam eating chicken wings at the Tap House in Vegas. Taking back to that bar blessing. That was the best with those drunk golfers being Brian are there. Was it the Cleveland Browns bar? You said there were sparks flying off the bone. Man, that, those wings and pizzas. Like, that's the thing, Brian. You have to understand something. I sound like I'm living in a third world country. I have to drive. 45 minutes to an hour to get to, to a casino. I got to go here. I got to like everything. That's why I love the Vegas area. I mean, not to live like, I live in the burbs. Perfect. Just like you, you know, go out there, golf a little bit, hang out, play some blackjack. Oh man. I, Cam, so I, I have a, I have a question. Why are the banks open when there's no economy? <laughs> well, it's a good point, Stevie. Uh, 
And then the best is I walk in with a mask every day. I'm like, Ugh, you know, these parlays and shootouts are working. Out. Maybe I'll give it a, I'll test my life. I'm just joking. But by, anyway, yeah. By, no, by the way, it's Cam, so stupid. By the way, when you think of everybody, what they're all going through, don't you think the toughest job in the world now is a bank security guard? Look, oh, yeah. Everybody's walking in with a mask on. Oh, yeah. And not here, here, Brian, they're not just masks, they're like face shields. Guys are doing like towels on their faces or whatever. Like <laughs> the camera can't pick it up as long as it's got like eye penetrating uh, technology. Like it's, it's so stupid. Don't worry about the bank, too. Here's another one. Hey, bank, you can screw up. I go in to take some money. I need to take a big chunk, a couple grand. I had to take care of some things, some pay some bills and stuff like that. She's like, why do you need the money? I go, so you're business. Like, what are you doing asking me about my money? They're shaking me down. They bring the assistant manager in. I'm like, well, I might as well just keep it under my mattress now. This sucks. <laughs> well, you're a shady character. So, look, the NHL trade deadline camp, I'm yeah. telling you, I think we've got to watch this closely. First of all, Vegas doesn't have to deal with Seattle, so they might be a vulture picking meat off the bone around the league. But then you're like, would any Canadian team or would any American team be dealing with a Canadian team? So are all the trades going to be Canadian team to Canadian team? But if a team gets a real good deal, don't you think they've got to do it before April 14th and, and may, so that yep. the trades would happen well in advance of the trade deadline? If guys got to be going up and back and forth and guys are in a 14-day quarantine, the, the actual trade deadline's April 14th, but don't you think there'll be activity before then because of that? Yeah, you got to get things done by the end of March, Brian. I agree with you 100% there. This is stupid, too, like that we're still dealing with this stuff. Like I, I, I can't believe it, but I agree with you 100%. We were joking on the show. What happens? I know Toronto gets the bye. They're probably going to win the North Division, so what are you going to do then? Are we going to have... City eventually play. They got to get out of the north, right? Are you going to have seven neutral site games? Are they going to play like a, a frozen four, go somewhere? Because you can't go. Say Toronto ends up playing Vegas. What are you going to do? Have seven games in Las Vegas in the series? No, That's I mean ridiculous. No, right? well, say there's four games in Vegas, depending on points. Four games in Vegas, but literally whoever represents the north, and if it's Toronto, they may end up having to play a game, you know, three games, their home games at Minnesota or Arizona. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> The Raptors are already playing in Tampa Bay. The Jays are playing in Florida. It's just like the Canadian government's got to get on this COVID stuff. Like, come on, guys. This is sports leagues and stuff like that. we got to figure it out. But you bring up a great point, Brian. If you're a deal, an America team, and you want to Canadian, you got to go U.S. to Canada trade. you got to do it, like, way earlier, at least two weeks earlier. You're absolutely correct. i got to believe, Cam, for the playoffs that they're going to – it's hockey. They're going to relax the restrictions for the playoffs so they so we can get these series in. Well, There's you, no other way. You would hope so. Will, but... will they? Will they, Stevie? Yeah, will will oh, they? Oh, you met this guy before, yeah. Will they? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trudeau and his Burberry scarf? Well, you know, the economy. Well, you're <laughs> going to go have a talk with him. Like, I, every I, business is out of work. Like it's, like, it's crazy, man. Like, I'm, like, I'm living in – I can't even describe you. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, I go to Vegas, and they're wearing masks at the table. Masks at the table? We don't even have restaurants or anything. Everything's takeout. There is nothing. There is no bars. There is nothing. Like I tell people this, they don't even believe me. Like there's everything's closed. Ghost town. I have full confidence in the upcoming Trudeau Stewart Summit that will get this resolved. Yeah. Yeah, Steve, he's just yeah, he's, figure it out soon. He's just turning yeah, the button. There's a good commercial with Trudeau, Brian, and Stevie. 
we don't trust Justin Trudeau. And the one guy goes, nice hair, though. <laughs> <laughs> like beautiful COVID bop going, right? It's just like, I just look at this guy. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the guy we have. It. Like, other world leaders, like, you thought Joe, Joe Biden walks in the room and goes, I'm dealing with Trudeau? He's like a minus, like, 2,000 favors. Like, you gone. Like, it's just, this guy can't do anything, man. It's Sa- hey, Saturday, anyway, Saturday night, midnight. Saturday night, midnight on Sirius 204, Sports Geek Radio Network. You and myself, Andrew Torres, uh, we talk hockey. The show re-airs Sunday, 7 a.m. in the morning on Sirius 204. Light the lamp. That's good fun. And I, I save 45 seconds for you to tell them wherever the hell else you are because you're everywhere. Yeah, first, if you're a lady or a person who wants to give me a green card, let's talk. I'm on uh, the sports grid, 4 to 6 with Scotty Farrell, 6 to 9 Eastern uh, uh, Pacific time at 3 o'clock. Brian, me and Gabe Morency, game time decisions, in-game betting, and all. Hey, a fun, buddy. We're going to knock down the hockey board hard tonight. You're the best. Say hi to Gabe for me. Thank you for doing this, Cammy. You got it, Brian. Talk to you soon, buddy. He's the best. A Shark lady foul. or a person. Tony's he's, he's desperate. Tony Neville has to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you, you know, hopefully he's in a cave. He don't know what's you don't know what he's walking into. All right, hey, don't forget Oasis, as Cam mentioned, it's a great place. 4955 South Decatur. The banquet room's open for your baseball, fantasy, hot stove drafts, and they'll be hooting and hollering for the NCAA tournament. Always great fun at Oasis with the cash back to the players, great gaming promotions. Coming back to Vegas in a moment, Tony Neville from TI coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, back with you here. Sportsbook Radio in Las Vegas, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Tony uh, Neville's coming up in just a second. On the old injury front, Stevie, there were a lot of news and notes, weren't there? Uh, there are. Crosby's still out. He's uh, he's on the COVID list. Uh, I don't know if he has COVID or just came in contact with somebody. He missed uh, the game on Tuesday. He's going to miss tonight against the Flyers. Uh, elsewhere in the NHL, uh, Capo Caco has been removed from the COVID list. He did skate this morning. He's not going to play tonight, though, against New Jersey. That'll be his sixth straight game uh, for him. Uh, Josh Anderson from Montreal has a lower body injury. He is out tonight against the Winnipeg Jets. In the NBA, we've got Draymond Green and Steph Curry both taking a night off. Basically rest for them uh, tonight against Phoenix. And uh, Louis Oosthuizen uh, withdrew from the uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational before teeing off. So if you had a ticket with Oosthuizen, you're going to get your money back. I don't know the reason. I, I, I searched everywhere I could think to look on the Internet to find out the reason uh, why he pulled out. Uh, in college basketball for Ohio, uh, Iowa State, I'm sorry, uh, Rashir Bolton still questionable with the ankle injury, Brian. I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. That's what I do. That's buddy. a lot of stuff. That's it. You know, Stevie does the injury stuff over at Don Best, uh, which really helps out. The books on the injury front, the COVID front, the news and notes. Tony Neville. Over at Treasure Island, the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Sports Bar. He is one of our dear friends and one of our favorites. College Hoops, kids, we got uh, games morning, noon, and night starting now. Yes, 8 a.m. this morning, 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, locked and loaded and ready to go. And uh, 
couldn't ask for it to get any better than this, starting with the smaller conferences first, working towards the larger conferences, and we've had some pretty good games today. I think one game, uh, the team had a, a wow. four, five, six-point lead at halftime, and then they turned around and blew the lead. That was the Spiders of yes, Richmond that's a playing big, basically at home. Big win. Big win for Duquesne there. And the one thing you get, Tony, a conference like the A-10, these are dangerous teams. You know, the four teams get buys right into the quarterfinals. But a lot of times these teams that have to play that first game, they'll wear down eventually, but they're dangerous the second game. They're coming in with some momentum and got a game under their belt. So like a team like Duquesne's dangerous right back the next day. Yeah, they may be a little weaker in day three or day four if should they make it that far because of the amount of minutes that they put in. But the very next game, they're, they should be a live underdog. And speaking of big games, how about 3 o'clock tomorrow? Kent State going to come take on your boys from Buffalo. And that game should be a pretty darn good game, too. So Buffalo better not look too far uh, in front of themselves because uh, Kent State can come to play also. You got a total on that one, Tony? Honestly, it should be about it should be close to 157, 58. The, the points they score in the MAC is incredible, and I think Buffalo and Kent State would go up and down the court. I don't know if a total is out on that one yet. No, haven't seen the total yet, but you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, in the tournaments, typically either it's good solid defense or it's run and gun. And I believe that conference is uh, more of a run-and-gun type conference, especially Buffalo. Buffalo has uh, pulled out all the plugs, and thank goodness they can only put one basketball on the floor because I think everybody on that team wants to shoot. Buddy, you do such a great job with your power ratings. How important is championship week, these conference tournaments, to you to formulate an opinion for the NCAA tournament? Well, pretty much right now for me, I've got a pretty good opinion as to who I think is uh, going to be making towards the Sweet 16. Uh, I think that uh, the pretenders won't be there right now. The, the main emphasis goes towards which teams are playing well through these conference tournaments and could be dangerous the first or second round, getting a lot of points against the named team. Uh, conversely, you may have a named team that's laid an egg for a game or two here at the end of the regular season, and they lay an egg uh, right here in the opening round of their conference. And a lot of times that does not bode well because, again, it goes back to the same thing. Brian and Steve, it's hard to turn that switch back on once it's reached the off position. What do you do, Tony, with Michigan State, who had made this push to get back into the picture? Then they come up short against Indiana, and now they've got back-to-back against Michigan. Okay, you win one of these, you're probably fine, but if they get swept and lose their last three, Michigan State toast on a stick again? Could be, but they may be put in, maybe, uh, you know, as as one of those teams on the lunatic fringe. They've been mainly inconsistent this year, but it's because the teams in their conference are so good, Brian. The best thing that could have happened to Michigan State would have been if they could have played Minnesota the last three games because that was a team I had penciled in to make it to the big dance at the beginning of the year, and that team has been throwing nothing but seven out, and I don't know whether that Patino will survive. I don't know what took place at that program, but back to Michigan State, Michigan. How about if Michigan State sweeps Michigan two games in a row here? Then what do you look at? 
I wonder if those schools, uh, Michigan State or Minnesota, maybe get a break with the with the tournament being played in Indianapolis. You're you're looking to get as many fans in there as possible. Uh, they'll draw some interest in you know being that close. No. Well, no, they'll they'll draw some interest. I mean, remember, everybody's coming to Vegas this week, next week, and then the 19th, and they've all got opinions and they've all got uh, players on their teams that they think are going to be starting to excel here at the very end. And right now we're down to, what, Steve, six, seven players playing at most of most of these benches unless there's foul trouble. Yeah, I mean, you're, it's, it's yeah, like you're right. right I've, now. Yeah, I've, most teams, it's like seven, eight. That's it. Tony, the world we live in now, I mean, normally these would be things you'd be looking at. Like tonight, Wyoming's at Utah State. I'm assuming Utah State lane 16 and a half. It's their last home game. I would assume it's senior night. But big, big deal. What, the the kid's parents going to be throwing a carnation to them from the upper deck? Well, you know, they may be doing that uh, for them at the upper deck. <laughs> Before, whenever you had the arenas packed, sometimes senior night wasn't as productive. It became more counterproductive because all the enthusiasm was placed in prior to tip-off. And it was hard for them to restart their engines after the emotional farewell to their seniors. So uh, tonight, I think this game's maybe a point, point and a half, a little heavy on Utah State. But we shall see as we move forward into the day, Brian. But he talked to the folks locally. Uh, we say it's an easy in, easy out. Get down there, see Tony. Uh, the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Sports Bar. It's brand new. It's 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 an unbelievable setup. I mean, you can just get in there and the sight lines are great. Sit down and just play sports, or you can sit down and watch all the games, have something to eat, and a frosty and the whole nine yards. It's a great place. People from afar, if you're coming in for the NCAA tournament, you got to swing over there and see the joint. How different is this year going to be, Tony, with the things you would normally do for the NCAA tournament? Well, you know, it's going to be uh, restrictive, uh, a little bit more restrictive than what we've had in the past. We've had to cut down on the number of people, you know, that can uh, go up to the ballroom and watch the games. But it, for the most part, you know, our sports book is unlike any of the others. Ours is primarily catered as an amenity to our hotel guests and the people that are locals. Uh, most of uh, the play we get between 500 to a thousand, two thousand dollars. So we're an average Joe kind of joint. Uh, you know, you're not going to be sitting next to a guy here at the Treasure Island that's betting a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand on a game, things like that. <laughs> well, wait, but, wait a minute. You, you, you were trying to set me up to sit next to Phil Ruffin on Saturday to play the ponies. I'm like, yeah, my, uh, you know, my fifty cent pick three is just going to, you know, scare him out of his boots. <laughs> See, Brian, that's the beauty of it. You can be here. Yeah. You might be sitting next to a millionaire or a billionaire, but <laughs> everybody's home folk here, and that's what's so nice about it. And the one thing we have forgotten to discuss today is all the memorabilia we have on both the north side of the bar and the south side of the bar with all the football helmets, the baseball caps, the jerseys, the autographed jerseys, the, the, the photographs that – transcend decades of the sporting life across the United States of America. So if you want to come see a museum of memorabilia, this is the only place in town that has it until they build another one that's going to try to outdo us. Stop by and catch up on your sports from the 1930s all the way to the new millennium. Hey, by the way, and I, you know what? How fast time flies. 
I, I just make sure we get the word out because you guys stepped up to the plate in a big way with contract disputes and Churchill Downs and Oaklawn and Fairgrounds and some of the tracks that we can't take here. Just make sure the locals know now because you did it last time and rub Mr. Ruffin stuck his neck out for the Derby. You guys, you booked this thing, and you booked it, but it wasn't house stuff. It was track prices, right? Are you guys thinking of that again? Well, I haven't spoken to the boss yet. He's very annoyed that we don't have Oaklawn Park and that we haven't been able to come to any agreement yet. Uh, After speaking to the Paramutual Association, uh, it was not put on the agenda for us to be able to book the Arkansas Derby. So in some way or another, all the uh, all the cards are on the table for the Kentucky Derby to see if Gaming Control Board will allow us to book it in-house for those uh, locations that have the ability to do it. Not every location, you know, is grandfathered in to be able to book that. So we're hoping for the best come the first week of May. We're disappointed, you know, about the 9th or 10th of uh of April not being able to do the Arkansas Derby, but guess what? I know what? you're trying, man. You've, I know your other tracks are running. Keep fighting the good fight. I know you're trying. Hey, Tony, I'm just wondering: are, is money still coming in on the Lakers with all the injuries that, that they have? It's not just Anthony Davis. You've got Caruso in and out of the lineup. Kuzma's been in and out of the lineup. You know, AD. T- um, I'm sorry, uh, LeBron took a took a rest day the other night. Uh, the, the the public still like the Lakers? Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, you're just right. They can look at that injury report and uh, think they chilled on the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's talk about the Utah Jazz. Uh, They're getting some uh, play right now. You know, the Bucks have cooled their Jets quite a bit. Uh, We did take early action on the Lakers. Of course, Denver Nuggets. How about Philadelphia? We're getting some action on the 76ers. People weren't quite believing in them, and now they seem to think that. But our big-time favorite right now happens to be located just, uh, I guess that would be located west of Manhattan in an area called Brooklyn. The Brooklyn Nets are getting the play here at the TI. I, I, I'm just, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm still surprised. I, I, I know that the Lakers had all those injuries, but I, I thought that they were such, you know, a favorite here in Vegas, you know, with all the people from Southern Cal, that they'd still be getting action. It's kind of interesting to note that, that the public is, you know, up to date with what's going on in the league. Well, I think that bodes well for the perception of the league by the people that are at home watching on TV or reading through their newspaper or on their iPads or whatever else. Uh, The league uh, is just, uh, they're being followed and we have to follow them too. And so as long as we do our due diligence, we know the betters coming in from around the world will have done their business and their due diligence too. We're looking forward to a big weekend for the next uh, three or four or five weeks. And of course, NASCAR is going to be a big shot in the arm for the uh, local community here, Brian and Steve. That's going to be awesome. Hey, rumor has it, parking and racing forms are free at Treasure Island. Somebody, a birdie told me that. Yeah, players' cards, too. Come (laughs) right up to the book and get one. Buddy, you're the best. Thank you for doing this. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy. Have a good weekend. All the best. Racing to the top of the hour with Stevie Slapshot. I'm Brian Blessing. Sportsbook Radio. Sportsbook Radio Network. Sirius 204. Stop live odds. Lines. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
It's not your wife. It's not your kids. It's not your neighbor. And it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, time flies when you're having fun. Coming up on Sirius 204, top of the hour, Scott Farrell will take over. Locally here at KSHP, KSHP.com, listen live function. And I put all the show links out on my Twitter at Brian Blessing. Follow Stevie at Stevie Slapshot. We got Vegas Hockey Islander buddy Steve Carps in Vegas. Will join us, uh, recap the great uh, couple of games, Golden Knights and the Wild and all things NHL. Speaking of all things NHL, you were talking with Cam Stewart this hour, Stevie. I mean, I've been saying this forever. I mean, the shootout to me is the most boring, anticlimactic thing. I watched that Washington-Boston game last night. I mean, they were killing themselves the whole game. Three-on-three was great. Rask made a couple of 10-bell saves. And then you go to this idiot shootout that is just boring as can be. I hate the shootout. I I hate the shootout, too. I'm with you. I'd rather see the the three-on-three for an extra five minutes. And I like your 3-2-1. So what's wrong with a game ending in a tie? And that when and when Cam was talking about that, I immediately went back to that All Star game in baseball that ended in a tie. Well, I, this did, is did, did they end it in a tie? I thought it did, right? No, right. Well, then, it, it, well, they called it off. They called it off. It was in extra innings, and they called it a tie. Because, because it was a tie at the time. And then they went to the point of, okay, now we're going to make the, the ceiling, All-Star right? game yeah. Yeah, determine who has home field in the World Series. Are you kidding me? It's an exhibition game. Allow it to end in a tie. What is the big deal? But that, I will say this. The NBA All-Star game's coming up. Uh-huh. Eh. NHL skills stuff. Eh. The only all-star game that's worth a hoot is the baseball one because it's played with some level of integrity because there is something on the line. I, I, yeah, I still don't like the World Series. Well, I don't. I'm not saying the, the you, result is worth. You know what it, the fans would only... like just as much? Home run derby. Have a home run derby for three days. They'd like they they would they would watch that just as much as the all-star game anymore. Do I have to hear back, 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 back? Get rid of all all-star Russian games, right? I have no problem bullets. with that. They don't mean anything anymore. <laughs> all right. Hey, we're gonna talk hockey locally. Scott Burrell's coming up next on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Good stuff, Stevie. Thank you, bud. Thanks to Cam Stewart. Thanks to Tony Neville. Thanks to Chuck Esposito for hour number one. Have a great day, folks. We'll be out at Sunset Station tomorrow again with you on Sportsbook Radio. You have a simple choice. Keep listening and get the winner.